I got the gym teacher sent to prison by exposing his disgusting secret. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. When I was in 5th grade, there was a kid in my class who was just horrible. He threatened me, stole my schoolwork, verbally abused me, and got away with everything because his dad was the school gym teacher, and talked the principal out of ever taking any action. This monster brought me to tears daily with his cruelty, and no one could do anything about it. One day at recess, I had to run off and cry somewhere when I heard some girls talking. Evil Kid's dad liked to go into the girls' locker room before gym class, ostensibly to make Make sure that they weren't goofing off, which was bull since it was the guys who were always late. As you can imagine, this meant he daily saw hundreds of tween girls in various states of undress as they got into their gym uniforms. But there's more. Apparently, he took a particular liking to some girls and made sure they didn't have to work as hard and got the best lockers. What I overheard was one of these favorites talking about getting creepy notes in her locker and not knowing who they were from. I didn't know the actual content of the notes, since all she said was that they were weird and made her uncomfortable. I was a precocious young thing and my parents had drilled into me that if an adult is making me uncomfortable, I always tell whoever is in charge of them. And if I don't know that person, I tell the police. I followed these instructions and told the principal that evil kid's dad was being creepy giving specific details. This wasn't enough to get him fired or arrested, but it was enough for them to do an investigation. And boy, did they find some stuff. His work computer was full of pictures that he'd taken. Two weeks after my complaint, we had a new gym teacher, and Evil Kid's family moved away. Years later, I learned that Evil Kid's dad was arrested, and his family moved out of shame. And to think, if his son hadn't bullied me, I never would have overheard those girls, and he never would have been reported. I guess karma has a way of dealing with jerks. Yeah, this is the story that you never want to hear about coming out of a kid's school. I'm not going to dive too much into this one. We all know that this was horrible, and I'm glad that our original poster came forward and said something, so that action could be taken against this gym teacher. Who knows what she saved some of these girls from. This entitled mother demanded I change my movie that I'm watching on my computer to something her son wants to watch. My high school had a day where grades 1 through 8 would come in and see what high school was. From what I was told, parents could join their children. A grade 3 class came into my history class to learn about the prime ministers or something. I was watching How to Train Your Dragon 3 on my computer when the class came in. We have three characters. Entitled kid, entitled mother, and the teacher. Teacher. Okay, everyone find a seat. A lot of kids didn't go to school that day because of the kids, and most kids were doing the presentation. Entitled Kid sits next to me. What are you watching? Can I watch? I'm watching How to Train Your Dragon 3. And no, because it's a bit of a scary movie, and it's part of a franchise, so you wouldn't understand what's going on. You're mean. Cool. You should let my son watch or put on something he likes. Because that movie isn't age appropriate and a titled kid doesn't like it. No, the presentation is starting soon and it's my computer. I'm allowed to watch whatever I want. I unpaused the movie and unfortunately a scary scene came on. And Entitled Kid sees this and screams. What the hell? Don't swear in front of your kid. Put Frozen on instead of that garbage. As a huge fan of How to Train Your Dragon, I was a bit triggered. I'm leaving. I was going down to a room with computers and quiet. No, put on Frozen so my son can watch it. No, it's my computer. Mr. Teacher, can I go down to room 103? Yeah, sure. Your student was watching a horrible movie. 
What was it? How to Train Your Dragon. It's not bad. I told Entitled Kid that he couldn't watch it. Your student should put on Frozen as an apology. The presentation is starting. Fine, but you should punish your student for watching such a horrible movie. No, Original Poster is a good student, and she warned Entitled Kid about the movie. Well, my son didn't like it. The door is right over there, and if you don't stop talking garbage about my student, I will force you to leave. Thanks, Mr. Teacher. Leaves. I had to deal with another kid while I was eating my lunch, but their good parent told them to leave me alone. I guess not all kids and parents are jerks. Yeah, I don't understand how parents have such a sense of entitlement when it comes to their kids sometimes. Like, everything in the world just belongs to them and revolves around them. Every other person should bow and give in to this kid's whim. We're all here to make him happy, apparently. I'd be willing to bet mom just didn't want to have to look after him herself and wanted to just plop him in front of a screen so that he'd be busy for a while. And if that's the case, bring the kid a tablet. Don't bug other people. Today was the day I got fired from a job I didn't even have. This is the story of how I got fired today. First, my actual job is driving a truck. Today, I went about 200 miles to drop off a tank and pick up another one. I was told it would be several hours before my return tank was clean and ready. I came down with a cold yesterday and slept for an extra hour, so I didn't make breakfast or lunch for today because I was tired and a bit late. I decided to leave my trailer there and go find a place I could get some food and cold medicine. Well, I found a place. I pulled in and parked pretty far away, as I'd take up four spots and wouldn't want someone to complain. As I went in, I noticed a bus from an old folks home outside. I found my way to the pantry section to look at what food was available, and was kindly asked a question by one of the nice people from the nursing home. I spent a good 30 minutes talking to them and helping them out, cause I had nothing better to do anyway. They were also very clearly happy to have someone to talk to. I should probably mention that I didn't have a cart, because I was only getting a few things. I think it's also important to note that I was dressed like a hobo because I work with chemicals, and even though the ones that I handle are relatively safe. I have a two-year-old at home and throw out anything that had any sort of contact before going into the house. So yeah, I look like a hobo when I work. A well-dressed lady walked up to me and basically thrust her crap pile of papers into my chest and said, follow me to my car. I was a bit confused and unfortunately for me, I wasn't prepared and dropped half of her stuff. Before I said anything, I bent down to try to pick it up when she got a bit nasty. Sorry, but hurry up. Hurry up. I've got to be somewhere. She did say sorry first. So being nice, I picked up her stuff and tried to hand it back to her. But she was already walking away and told me to come like I was a dog. I got pretty annoyed, so I put her stuff on a shelf and walked away myself. A few minutes later, as I got to the register, I hear the clicking of heels and turned just in time to have her walk up to me and ask where her stuff was. I told her I left it on the shelf and she looked completely confused and asked why. I responded that she could probably have asked politely if she needed help and she lost it. You're fired. She looked at who must have been the manager. He's fired. You hear me? The manager just said, um, looking kind of embarrassed. And she must have picked up on it by then, but kept staring at her to continue. He doesn't work here. 
and he won't ever. She responded as she walked away to get her stuff. I paid for my stuff and the poor cashier was half trying to make sure I was okay and half trying not to laugh. She told me the lady was from corporate and is supposed to check up on stores. I really wish I would have said something witty, but I was half in shock at what happened and how poorly this professional woman handled herself. Update. I wasn't going to call corporate because I find this situation almost amusing, but some of you pointed out that people have to work under her and she likely treats them this way. So I did. They took some info and I was promised a call back so far. Update 2. Got a call back from a guy on their customer experience team. He was really cool, offered me a bunch of free stuff, which I don't really want, and told me they know without a doubt who was where, but because of her position, his boss would be handling it. He took my exact receipt number to check with the cashier, and he said he would get some things together and his boss would be calling me to follow up. I got the distinct impression that this guy is in a similar position to the woman the complaint is about, and all he could do was send it up the ladder. Update 3. The VP of customer service called me today. He was extremely down to earth and apologetic. He understood that I didn't want anything and my concern was for how this woman would treat employees and how she would likely get away with it. He agreed but had already refunded my purchase to my card before calling me. He described the woman to me and I confirmed it was her. He said that she does in fact work for corporate but is part of a team of contracted consultants. His first reaction would be to fire her but it would be more complicated than that with their contract. He said these particular consultants have nothing to do with customer service and should have zero control and little contact with employees in store except department managers. This particular company's contract is reviewed quarterly and he's already asked her company to remove her from the next round of renewals, which is set for July. He's also already sent out emails but has scheduled a meeting with their team leader to make it clear that there are contractors for a specific function and store employees do not work for them. He doesn't know what action her company will take against her, if any. Maybe it's not the best result, but I was glad to get an honest answer. I honestly wasn't going to even complain if not for you guys pointing out how store employees could be treated. So yeah, she fired me. And not only did I not work there, she was a contractor and couldn't fire me even if I did. This woman sounds like she needs a little bit of a reality check. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The fact that she wasn't even embarrassed by that interaction really says something about her personality. God forbid you're in a position where, sure, you're a higher up or contractor or whatever. There's an employee there that you believe to be under you. You need help with something. You unkindly ask for their help. And this is the result. You think a human being would just apologize and be completely embarrassed by this situation. But this woman's over here still trying to save face. I don't know. This feels like a genuine day-to-day -day interaction. Standard Karen moment. And it sounds like customer service really did try to do what they can to follow up, which I have to give them credit for because a lot of companies would just write something like this off and not want to deal with it.
I was accused of profiling a teenage boy after I'm pretty sure he was selling drugs out of my house. Last weekend, my wife and I left town to attend a wedding. We left our 17-year-old son at home and permitted him to have a small party. We told him not to allow too many people and not to let it get out of control. On the night of the party, we checked our security cameras a few times, and everything looked fine, with no more than 40 kids. However, on the drive home, my wife received a call from a parent of a girl who had been at the party. The girl admitted that at the party she had done cocaine and had said many others at the party had as well. She didn't say who had supplied the cocaine. My wife spent the rest of the drive looking through the footage from that night, specifically to see who came inside. She recognized almost all the kids and didn't see anyone that looked older than a high schooler. She did spot one boy that she was immediately suspicious of. He's a longtime friend of our son, but had been caught by another boy's parents last year smoking weed in their backyard. He's been known for getting in trouble in the past. His dad is currently in prison and his family is also poor so it would make sense if he was selling drugs to try to make money for himself. We only have two cameras inside the house, so they only catch so much. But it was clear the boy spent the majority of the night in the kitchen and seemed to be approached by multiple people, including the girl who admitted to doing coke. When we got home, we told our son about the phone call. After a long discussion, he confessed that he knew some people were doing cocaine, but said he wasn't interested in doing any himself and that he felt uncomfortable with it, but didn't know how to tell them to stop. When we asked who had brought the coke, he said, said he didn't know. When we asked specifically about the boy we suspected, he denied it but seemed to be lying. My wife contacted many of the parents of the kids, as well as the high school to let them know that this might be an issue. When the school asked, we told them we suspected the boy, but it was unclear. Apparently, the school had a meeting with the boy about our allegations and they called his guardian, his great-grandma. Yesterday, she came to our home and asked us why we had singled out her grandson and wanted to know if we had any evidence that he'd been selling drugs. We told her that we only suspected. She became angry at us for pointing the finger without evidence and for contacting the school at all. She accused us of profiling him based on his family and background. My wife doesn't think we did anything wrong, but I'm starting to have my doubts. The school is conducting interviews with kids that were at the party. Apparently, the boy is in danger of being kicked off the soccer team and possibly expelled depending on the outcome. So, am I the jerk? We were only trying to provide the best information we could to the parents in school to protect their kids as we obviously feel responsible for allowing this to happen in our home. So I'm going to have to go with not the jerk on this one. You took the evidence that you had available and came to the reasonable conclusion that you had at that time of who you suspected it might be. I don't think that this had anything to do with his history or anything like that. It was based on the footage that you were seeing and you weren't outright accusing him of it. You had stated that it was only a suspicion. What comes after that really comes down to the kid. If he was guilty, then they will probably find evidence and he'll be penalized as a result. If he wasn't guilty, then eventually the whole thing would just blow over. I really don't feel like you did something wrong here. But I also understand great-grandma wanting to defend her grandson. She feels that he's gotten the finger pointed at him and he's not being given a fair chance. Everyone thinks that their kid can do no wrong, and it might be possible that he's doing all this and she has no idea about any of it. So I can't really fault her for stepping up for him. This is the one where you've done what you can, and you gotta let the chips fall as they may. I had to ban my girlfriend from bringing my friend's ex over to my house. Recently, a friend of mine, Anthony, and his wife, Carly, went through a pretty nasty divorce. They had a child together about one and a half years old, and things just weren't working between them. There were some issues with attraction. He felt it was getting monotonous, he was interested in pursuing other relationships, and ended up finding a spark with a then-co-worker who's now his girlfriend. 
and the whole thing was just a mess. She did end up getting child support and alimony, but there were issues with how his family structures their trust, which meant she left a lot on the table. Still, even now, it's not like she's actually below the poverty line or anything, so it's whatever. I didn't think we would be seeing much more of her since she's my friend's wife, who we weren't particularly close with, and there's no real reason why we would need to have any more contact than him, given that she was his wife. However, my girlfriend has been getting together and commiserating with her for some reason, and now their conflict, which I have deliberately kept away from, is now bleeding into my life too. My girlfriend keeps bringing up how unfair what my friend did was, how he's barely paying anything while they struggle, etc, etc. Despite me saying that it's none of our business repeatedly, she's constantly passive-aggressive towards Anthony, even though he hasn't done anything to her. She's even brought Carly over while me and Anthony were hanging out, saying she's her friend and she's allowed to have guests. As you can guess, this has led to some heated arguments. She's glad to know he's having fun eating edibles and playing video games with children. Yes, she even referred to me and our other friend as children to our face. We're both 22. While she's exhausted taking care of their child alone, and things like that. Now, keep in mind, this is my house. My parents gifted me this condo when I graduated, and I pay all the utility bills. I'm letting my girlfriend stay here because her roommate didn't want to renew the lease. She's trying to frame this like I'm not letting her see her friends, which is absurd. She's clearly 100% in the wrong here, right? Am I the jerk, or is she for trying to bring this woman into our home? Uh, yeah, this feels like one of those situations where you just don't want to be involved, which our original poster has stated he didn't want to be. And it sounds like the girlfriend is only becoming more friendly with the ex because all of this stuff is going on. I don't know, maybe it's just my point of view, but this really just seems antagonistic. Why do you need to get involved in other people's dirty laundry? It seems like she's literally trying to force you to take the ex's side over someone who's been your friend for a long time, which obviously you're not really gonna do. Whatever happened between them aside, you clearly value your friendship with this person. What happened between him and his ex has nothing to do with you. You should be allowed to continue your friendship with him without feeling harassed. Same as she saying she should be allowed to have her friendship with the ex. Except in her case, it feels like she's really only just doing it to start problems. I don't know. Again, my opinion on this one, just stay out of it, but she's not giving you that option, so I don't know. Your call, buddy. I had to tell my dad I refuse to go anywhere with him if his wife is there. I'm a 38-year-old female and my parents got divorced about 14 years ago after my father had been having an affair with his current wife, Brenda, for about five years. Not only this, but he was absolutely horrible to my mom in the process and really screwed her over. I was angry with him and went no contact with him for four years after. My grandfather on my dad's side before he passed away told me to try and make amends with my father. As I loved him very much, I agreed to try. I slowly tried to build a relationship back with him and things have been okay but strained because trusting him has been hard. I also don't like Brenda. I did try, but we have nothing in common. She's a very gossipy woman who talks trash about so many people, and I'm more interested in world events and science and psychology. I lived nearby until about three years ago and made an effort to see them once a month. I've now moved a four-hour drive away, 
and can only get up once or twice a year to visit. On one visit a couple years back, Brenda started talking about my half-sister, saying if she'd raised her, she wouldn't have had all the problems she did and that my mom was wrong in how she managed her mental illness. Without going into much detail, my sister has bipolar disorder and was very hard to manage in her childhood. And after years of trying to get her help and her running away, My mom agreed to let her go live with other family as she had asked. It was either that or she was going to live in a group home most likely. I snapped at Brenda saying she wasn't there and she has no idea what she was talking about. I was little but I remember all the pain my family was going through and how hard it was for my mom to let her go. Since then, every time we've gone out together, Brenda refused to talk to me. She won't respond if I say hello. She stares at her phone and talks to my dad as if I'm not there. I asked him to say something about it because it's rude and uncomfortable, and he just says he can't tell her what to do, and we need to work it out. I told him if that's the case, I'll only visit with him when she's not around. He says I'm being dramatic, and if Brenda isn't invited, he won't come either. I told him if he won't leave her behind, then he won't be seeing me anymore either. I love him, but I'm not going to let her disrespect me anymore. He's making me feel like I'm being a jerk because I want to see him, but I don't want to let her treat me this way. Well, I'll save you the trouble there. You're not being the jerk. It's totally understandable to want to speak up in a situation like that. It was a highly emotional time for you and your family that this woman is handling with quite a bit of indifference, it seems. I would have put her in her place too. And dad is clearly taking the new wife's side here. You're saying that you're going to ignore her and not want to spend any time with her and he suddenly gets mad, but seems to have no issue with her treating you the exact same way, right in front of you. At least you have the courtesy of not wanting to be around her and not disrespecting her to her face. Dad really needs to just grow a pair and sit down and talk to her and let her know that she can't be treating his children this way. She needs to make an effort to get along too and that maybe it's best for her not to go running her mouth about family situations she wasn't around when they occurred. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, Give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.